Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to list one digital assessment you can use in your classroom today. If you're a new listener to the podcast, each week I review educational tips related to G Suite, educational tips about Apple products, or general EdTech tips for the classroom, as presented in my weekly newsletter to teachers. I'd love to hear from you. Please share your thoughts about this podcast by contacting me on the show page on Anchor FM or by sending me a message on social media. You can find me at Reynolds Troy on Twitter or at Ed Newstand on Instagram. On this week's podcast, I will continue the discussion on digital assessments. This week, I'll look at the digital assessment Kahoot. Last week, I discussed Kahoot's sibling quizzes, and while I did mention some of the functions of Kahoot, I want to take a closer look at all of the features within Kahoot this week. Kahoot's greatest feature is how quickly it engages students and creates a frenzied atmosphere as soon as the game begins. Students can also play against themselves in ghost mode. It allows for teachers to use the gamification to introduce a topic and not just for assessments. And Kahoot offers a cool team mode. To get started using Kahoot, head over to their website at kahoot.com. Let's dive in. On May 9th, Kahoot announced via a press release that they were purchasing the popular math series of apps Dragonbox. And then on May 15th, Kahoot announced the acquisition of the popular Scandinavian reading app Poio. Here are a couple of highlights from those press releases. The CEO and co-founder of Dragonbox said, quote, Since day one, Dragonbox has made learning math more fun and engaging for children around the world. Together with Kahoot, we will enable millions of more users to enjoy learning math in an awesome way. If you haven't heard of the app Poio, that's because it is strictly a Scandinavian app. In 2012, teacher Daniel Sen began researching for what will become Poio, now the most popular learn-to-read app in Scandinavia. The aim of the app is to help all children learn how to read through the natural process of play. This empowers children to teach themselves how to read and to be in charge of their own learning. The goal of the game is to help a troll named Poio learn to read the storybook he has stolen from a group of letterbugs called Readlings. These characters introduce letters, words, and a story in a coherent fantasy world that unravels scene by scene. Poio boasts children's self-esteem, empowers them to master reading at their own pace, through play, with positive feedback and exploration as the core experience. Kahoot's vision is to build the leading Kahoot's ultimate vision is to build the leading learning community in the world by connecting teachers, students, parents, and organizations with premium content. Last year, Kahoot launched the Ignite Accelerator program, and the addition of Dragonbox is a step toward building a collection of learning apps that create value for learners all over the world. The chairman of Kahoot said, quote, Mastering reading and math is fundamental for all children to succeed in life. Together with Poio Learn to Read app and Dragonbox math apps, we will make the best learning experiences available for Kahoot's hundreds of millions of users around the world, inside and outside of the classroom. Kahoot will present more information at their company update on June 12th about their plans for Dragonbox and an English language launch of Poyo. Let's take a closer look at the features of Kahoot. Kahoot's brand is to make learning awesome. They feel they do that by creating a social environment. Their gamification encourages students to play games together, and when you administer a Kahoot, 
Students are taking each question at the same time, and the leaderboard is revealed after each question. Students can see where they are at in the hierarchy of each question, and that is done either by projecting it on the board where you can see the top five players, or the students can currently see it on the device in front of them. Kahoot believes their platform brings students at the back of the room to the front of the room through total class engagement, and they believe that their platform inspires a campfire moment because everyone is involved in a shared experience. They say it's not what you learn, but how you are learning it. Kahoot has millions of pre-made games to play or adapt. Their games can be played on any platform. No player accounts are required, and you can connect with players in over 180 countries. Kahoot promises that their platform will always be free. However, they do have a paid option for just a small cost. When you create a Kahoot, you are given four different game options, quiz, jumble, discussion, or survey. The quiz requires students choose answers from multiple choices. The jumble requires you drag answers into a specific order. The discussion allows you to ask a question to spark debate, and the survey just allows you to gather an audience's opinion. When you create a quiz, you have the option to not award points in each question. However, when you create a survey or a discussion, awarding points isn't even an option. Before you create a Kahoot, however, you need to decide for what purpose you are creating that game. Are you using it to introduce a new concept through a blind Kahoot? You can kick off a new lesson, preview content, or use instructional images or videos for that new concept. Kahoot has provided a template when you introduce new concepts. They call it a blind Kahoot. The template consists of 13 different questions. The first question is an introductory question, followed then by a blind question based on that introductory question. With some of these questions, you don't award points to keep students engaged and then to test how they are grasping the concept. This way, if you have no points available, then everybody is kind of at, this, uh, at an even playing level. After the first blind question, you provide an instructional video. Follow that then by reinforcing with three different questions. After you provide that, then provide the blind question again, this time with points. Then you can provide a second blind question with an explanation and reinforcement. After you provide a second reinforcement question, give a compound reinforcement and then you can repeat the steps as necessary. Let's take a look at the traditional Kahoot. If a blind Kahoot isn't your thing, then maybe you're looking for something more traditional. You can use Kahoot as a formative assessment to test personal knowledge or evaluate your student's understanding. This method helps students review, recap, and reinforce classroom topics. You can either set up a pre-assessment and then use that same assessment as a post-assessment later. When you begin to create a Kahoot, you need to give it a title and a description. Provide an image or you can use the library of Getty images. Kahoot allows you to import a quiz from a spreadsheet like quizzes or you can build your own. If you decide to build your own, you need to add a question, determine the duration of the question, which can be anywhere from 5 to 120 seconds, determine whether or not you want to award points to that question, and then add any media that you would like to the question. You can add media to the question itself or you can add media to each individual answer. And you can do that through uploading your own image or using the library of Getty images. And if images aren't your thing, feel free to link a YouTube video. From there, you need to add at least two choices minimum. However, you can add up to four choices. Before moving on, you must select the correct answer or answers, meaning you can select up to four correct answers in each question. When you add questions or answers, 
you have the text options to bold, italicize, use subscript, superscript, or add any special characters. Questions can be up to 95 characters and answers can be up to 60. After you've created a question, you can then duplicate or add another question from scratch. If you know you're going to be asking a similar question over and over, the quickest way to do that is to duplicate a question. When you're all done with the quiz, you can rearrange the questions in any order that you'd like or just save the Kahoot and start playing. Kahoots can be made private or public and are kept in your My Kahoot folder listed in the order in which they were created last. The last and what I think is probably the best mode in Kahoot is Ghost Mode. Ghost Mode allows you to play against your previous scores, challenge your previous knowledge, and assess your progress. The beauty of Ghost Mode is you can make a competition of it with your students by providing incentives or punishments fun punishments, not mean punishments, whether or not students can beat their ghost score or whether or not the class allows a ghost to crack the top five or even win the Kahoot. How this happens is that if once you get done playing a game of Kahoot, you can automatically play another game in ghost mode, meaning the students who played the first time, their ghosts automatically play the second time. So let's say you have a class of 24 students. If you play in ghost mode, now you have 48 students, and those previous 24 students who played, their answers are automatically entered at each question, meaning the speed at which they answered, the streak at which they answered, all of that are um, provided in the game. So students not only compete against their previous scores, but they are then competing against every other student's ghost in the game. If you randomize your question choices before playing, students aren't going to see the questions in the same order. And if you randomize your answer choices, the answer choices aren't going to be in the same order again, because when students see red, blue, green, and yellow on the screen for their answers, and last time it was in the red spot, this time it might be in the yellow spot. So students aren't gonna see all of that, and so their speed might not be the same, but hopefully their reinforcement is the same. Some of the cool incentives or I would say pseudo punishments that you provide for students is when you start ghost mode, say if you can beat your ghost uh, with a higher score, I'll give you a piece of candy. Uh, if you can't beat your ghost, no candy for you. If a ghost cracks the top five, maybe no candy for anybody or maybe if the ghost wins the whole game, no candy for anybody. But just some you know cool, fun incentives or, or pseudo punishments for the students if you play Kahoot with candy or something like that, which I sometimes did with the students. But for me, easily, ghost mode is, I think, the best mode that Kahoot has created. I believe Kahoot to be easily one of the most popular ed tech classroom websites for teachers. Most staff and students have either been introduced to Kahoot or used it in their classroom. It's fun to watch students play Kahoot because each student seems to react differently. My favorite reaction is when students answer a question and immediately turn their device around because they do not want to see whether or not they got the question right or wrong. What they're looking for is after the answer is revealed, whether the screen is green or red as it displays on the person in front of them or something, or they want their friend to tell them how they scored on the Kahoot. I encourage you to check out more of the resources on how you can use Kahoot in your classroom, either by going to my website or checking out the newsletter. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune into our next and last episode on digital assessments, and we will take a closer look at Google Forms. Until next time.